Hello, and welcome back to Theology with an English Accent. My name is David, I am the author of the blog RestlessPilgrim.net, and today we are on episode 12, working our way through Paul's epistle to the Philippians. Now, those of you who know me will know that I go to an Eastern Catholic parish, and the fasting rules for Lent are a little more stringent in the East, but one of the perks is that we get to have wine on Sundays. So this is replacing my uh, tea, which I normally have during these episodes. Now, in the last episode, we looked at Paul's resume, all the things of which he was proud, his achievements and his accolades, the fact that he was circumcised on the eighth day, he was from the people of Israel, uh, that he was from the tribe of Benjamin, he was a Hebrew born of Hebrews, as to the law of Pharisee, and as to righteousness under the law, he was, he was blameless. And in the point to ponder in the last episode, I invited you to write down your own list of achievements and accolades of which you are also proud. And I asked you to do that because in today's episode, we're going to read about how Paul understood all of these things once he came to Christ. Let's look at the text. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake have I suffered the loss of all things, and count them as refuse, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own based on the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that if possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead. So Paul opens up here with one of my favourite lines from this epistle. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. So Paul, after he's just listed all of these, all of these things, all these benefits and that he had through Judaism, he says he counts it all as loss in comparison to Christ. In comparison to Jesus, those things are nothing. It's not that those things were bad, but just Jesus is better. In relation to Jesus, they just don't compare. Everything else fades in insignificance. And this is a truth that we really need to embrace and really take into our hearts very deeply. That as good as everything is in this world, Jesus is better. In comparison to everything that we experience, Jesus is better. And this was Paul's understanding of, of his resume. It was good, but in comparison to Jesus, it just didn't compare. He goes on, For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as refuse, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him not having a righteousness of my own based on the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. So here, Paul goes even further in his language. He says, all of those things, I count them as refuse, as trash, as garbage, as rubbish, because Christ is better. Now, in the Revised Standard Version, which we've just read, it renders that word as refuse, trash, garbage. But I think sewage might be a better rendering. And even, honestly, that doesn't really do justice to the 
vivid bluntness of the Greek word skubalon. If you'd like to look it up, you'll see it's, it's a little bit more powerful than just sewage. And Paul says that he hopes to be found in him, in Christ, and that he might have the righteousness that comes through faith, having faith in Christ. That's why he regards all of these things as refuse in comparison. And he goes on to say that I might know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that if possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead. So once more, we have this renewed theme of imitation of Christ. Paul says he wants to know Christ. And here he's not just talking about pure intellectual knowledge, but to know him intimately and fully. And he wants to really grasp the power of Christ's resurrection. And he wants to imitate Christ, share in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. He wants to imitate him in his suffering and death so that he'll also imitate him in Christ's resurrection. And when we hear this, we should think back to the Carmen Christi that we read in chapter 2, the ancient hymn of the church that Paul quotes to encourage the Philippians to be humble. And the, and the message there is, humble yourself like Christ and God will glorify you. And Paul is, is bringing back that same idea here. He wants to imitate Jesus in everything so that he might rise again from the dead in glory. So today's video is a little shorter than normal. And that's because I have two challenges for you. The first one is to go back to the list you made in the previous episode of all of your achievements and accolades. And I'd invite you to spend a little bit of time prayerfully working your way through that list. And after each of those items, write, but whatever gain I had, I count as loss for the sake of Christ. To remind yourself that no matter how great that achievement or that privilege, Jesus is better. And speaking of which, I'd invite you as challenge two to click on this video. This is a five minute presentation on why Jesus is better. So until next time, in the words of Venerable Archbishop Fulton Sheen, God love you.